Episode 2 Previously, in piercing time, the new lord of Drayton Manor, Thurston de Basset, Grand Falconer to William the Conqueror, arrives at the manor after inheriting Earl Alfgar's lands. Unskilled in managing estates, he is only interested in his hunting birds and neglects to keep his men from wreaking havoc. Despite being ejected from her home, Kynwen tries to keep the village calm while suffering her own misery and pain. After two weeks of heavy fighting, Drayton's soldiers and thanes straggle back to the village, footsore and weary, straight into the waiting arms of Thurston and his men. Throw them into the cages, all of them, and tell the woman to go home, or they can join their men. A few days later, on the village green. For the loyalty of Edwin's troops, who now serve my Lord King, I will spare your lives. But you must swear fealty to me and to King William or suffer his wrath. Several weeks have passed, and Thurston and some of his knights ride through Drayton on a hunting expedition. Kynwen runs out of her cottage and drops to her knees. Lord, I would speak with you. Please, just a moment of your time. Leofric, silence. Lady? The villagers are hungry, Lord. Our food is nearly gone. Our milk cows stolen. The children suffer. Why should I care about these people? They sent men to attack our king. People from the countryside have nowhere else to go. There is not enough food for all of them. For all of us. You brought this on yourself. Lord, please. We will serve you faithfully. But we need full bellies to do so. My Lady Isabel arrived in a fortnight and I would not have her see a starving village. Leofric and Francois, see that the cows are returned and the grain restored. Do it now. And help them rebuild their cottages. Yes, Lord. Thank you, my lord. Lady, get up please. Men, come away. Our birds are getting restless. Thank you, God. Edmund, well met. The grain grows tall, and ripe. Well, harvest time approaches, Johnning. Uh, there are too many fields and not enough men. I have good news, Edbold. Morker sent word today. Our men will return within the week. Well, that is good news indeed. And if need be, we will all help. Thanks to you. We are lucky in one thing, Johnning. Lord Thurston's days are so taken up with his birds that he doesn't even know that men are missing. Move them in slowly, Edward. We have two weeks until our arrival. His Lady Isabel will not be so sanguine. I'm sure. Lady Isabel, 
finally arrives from Normandy in a horse-drawn cart. She is 21 years old, elegant, thin, and dark-haired, with a face set into lines of unhappiness. Despite having two other stillbirths, this her third marriage and pregnancy, she is now almost eight months along. Who goes there? This Lady Isabel of Broys. Now, Bassett, let us through. Thurston runs down the steps. Isabel, you've arrived. Welcome. Here, lady, let me help you. Ah, oh, finally here. My lady, what has been prepared for you, come. Rise from your journey. Ladies, come. Lord, I would speak with you in private. I know you're fatigued, Isa, but you're home now. Thurston, we slept with the cattle and the crofters on a journey here. There are no manor houses, no rich estates. This angle land, this beautiful land full of pigs. Not pigs, Isa. Birds. They're magnificent. Birds. Why am I not surprised? I had thought she would ask after the child. My apologies, wife. How do you fare? Better. Now that my journey is done. You'll see, Isa. Life's good here. Husband, our clothes and shoes are ruined. I would tour the tannery and waving sheds tomorrow. Maybe there is something good in this godforsaken place. Ah, there she is. Finally. Kynwin crosses to Isabel and curtsies deeply. Vous êtes Kynwin, n'est-ce pas? Vous êtes la maîtresse ici. You are Kynwin, no? You were the lady here. Yes, lady. This is rich land and beautiful, but the people live like animals, even the lords. But no matter. I hear you are the best needlewoman in the village, though I see no evidence of it here. Madam? Well? Kynwin carefully removes garments from a small casket. Hola. You did this? As you say. What else have you? Kynwin then pulls out a girdle in rich brocade fabric, picked out in gold thread. Lady, may I speak? Je vous écoute. The robe is for the bishop, and the girdle it is for you. A gift from Lord Thurston. Nearly completed. But how did he know? He told me of your colouring. The blue will match your eyes, I think. So, as the lady, you saw to all the robes for your lord? Yes. My lord father and my husband. Your husband and father? Where are they? Both dead, my lady. Oh. And your women, are they as skilled as you? That is for you to judge, lady. She spreads out gorgeous altar cloths and vestments, embroidered with semi-precious stones. We are here to serve you and your household. Bien. You may leave. Oh, and Kainowin. I am not as innocent as my husband. He is Grand Falconer to King William, the greatest falcon hunter in the world. He's not used to running an estate. But I, I, will know every pig, cow, goat, chicken, every chef of wet of barrel of oats. I will know every man, woman and child that lives here and everything that happens. Am I clear? Yes, my lady. And I want all the accounts in two days.
A few days have passed, and Kynwen, her kinswomen, and Isabella's ladies form an uneasy sewing circle in an alcove off the manor hall. <laughs> what is the word Zrotning that I hear them call you, Kynwen? It means queen, my lady. You, a queen? Queen of what? The cows? <laughs> <laughs> my father were brother to Lord Elfga, last of the Mercians of the royal line. There are two of us now, myself and my cousin Morka. Oh yes, Morka the traitor, who resides <laughs> with Herwood the wake and the sneaking pigs. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am descending on my mother's side from Charlemagne, a real king, a king of France. Ladies, I also long for a home. Can you keep a secret? The sun rises and sets several times. One evening, Kynwen rests in the village hall. It won't be much longer now, cousin, and you'll have a babe of your own. Oi, tis better sweet. I will love him or her, but grieve for my husband. I miss him so. Drowning. Yes, Edmund. The harvest is nearly in. The animals are slaughtered and salted down. Food is put up, thanks to you. Thanks to you all. My father smiles in heaven. A messenger enters the hall, kneels in front of Kynwen and hands her a scroll. He will stay in the north for the winter. Thanks be to God. My cousin is safe. But there may be something else. What have you heard about the Lady Isabel and Lord Thurston? That same week, Kynwen slowly trudges home after a long day stitching and sewing at the manor. It is dark on the path. Only the moon sheds light. Suddenly a horseman appears behind her, galloping in a fervour of haste. The horse runs her down, knocking her off. Lady! Lady! Oh no! Get, get up! Please help! 